Hey there, fantasy owners. Welcome to Lift the Cup Fantasy. Not sure if you're tuning in via YouTube, watching it here, or listening via podcast. Either way, really do appreciate the watch or listen, as it makes it all this worthwhile to try and help you out with your upcoming fantasy drafts and secure those fantasy wins. Uh, we're continuing along with our team previews. Today, we're going to look at the Montreal Canadiens. We'll look at their depth chart via daily faceoff because I do find them the most accurate, especially during the regular season. So we'll take a look at Montreal's uh, goaltending tandem, defensive pairings, and forward lines mention where different players slot on on special teams. Try and help determine their fantasy value and really get you that edge in your upcoming fantasy drafts. So we'll get right into her, the goaltending tandem for Montreal. Slated to be Carey Price and Jake Allen. Uh, Carey Price, he's 34 years old. Last year only got into five games last year because he had that knee injury. He did just have a minor knee procedure done. Haven't heard anything about him missing the start of training camp or the regular season. But last year, in those five games, because it was very limited, he was 1-4-0 with a 3.62 goals against average and 8.78 save percentage. How he bounces back remains to be seen. Price when he's on, he's one of the best goalies out there. It just kind of depends how this knee is lingering on him. Montreal had a really tough season last year. They didn't prove their roster. How much <laughs> remains to be seen because they were so crappy last year, but might be fantasy relevant price if he's healthy. Realistically, I'm probably kind of scared away from him, but might turn out to be a diamond in the rough, so to speak. The backup, Jake Allen, he's 32 years old. Last year got into 35 games. He was 9-20-4, ugly record, but so was all of Montreal season last year. He did pitch two shutouts, had a 3.30 goals against average, and a 9.05 save percentage. Considering how bad their season was, and he was over 900, kind of speaks volumes. But if Price is healthy, it's kind of hard to say how many games he'll get in. So realistically, I'm probably avoiding the Montreal goaltending situation and let it play out. Maybe one of them get let off the roster. Price is more than likely going to get drafted. But if he gets hurt, Allen might not be a bad pickup as a third goalie option for you. Uh, moving on to defense, their top pairing is Michael Matheson and David Savard. Now, Matheson coming over from Pittsburgh, he should be on the second power play unit, 28 years old, and getting top pairing minutes. Last year, he had 74 games played. He had 11 goals, 20 assists for 31 points. So not bad production, just under a half point per game. Two power play points, 97 hits, 81 blocks, 140 shots on goal. And now he's not buried behind Latang, so to speak. So... I do see his production going up by how much, not really sure, but if you're in a deep league, it might be worthwhile taking a flyer on him in a late round. If it's not that deep of a league, leave him alone, see how it starts out, and pick him up on the waiver wire. Now, David Savard, he should be on the top PK unit. He's 31 years old. Last year, he got into 62 games there, had three goals, 14 assists for 17 points. So not a lot of offensive production. Should be right around the 22 to 24 point spread over 82 games. 
Where you do find some value is he had 134 hits and 127 blocks. And he also put up 66 shots on goal. Not the greatest shot total, but considering his hits and blocks, might be worthwhile in a league that considers that as a depth player because the offensive production is kind of lagging behind. But he does get you a decent amount of hits and blocks there. Uh, second pairing will be Joel Edmondson and Justin Barron. Now Edmondson, he should be on the top uh, penalty kill unit. He's 29 years old. Last year got into 24 games, had 3 goals, 3 assists for 6 points. So nothing great there. For only playing 24 games, he did have 61 hits, so nice hit total, and 45 blocks, so pretty good block total there, and only 32 shots on goal. Realistically, if you're in a banger league, I wouldn't even draft him. You could probably pick him up on the waiver wire because he's going to get passed over because of his lack of games played. He's not really going to be high on anybody's charts there. And then you can kind of gauge and pick him up via waiver wire, etc., but Justin Braun, he should be on the second PK unit. He's 20 years old. Last year as a 19-year-old, he got into seven games. He had one goal, one assist for two points. Had five hits, five blocks, and 13 shots on goal. Leave him alone. To be honest, not much value there yet. Do watch him because he is one of their top prospects and see how he flourishes before making any rash decisions because you can more than likely get even at least a steady Eddie type defenseman before you take a chance on Baron there. Uh, third pairing should be Jordan Harris and Chris Weidman. Now Harris, he should be on the second PK unit. He's only 22 years old, another young defenseman there. He got into 10 games last year, only had one goal for one point. He threw 10 hits, 11 blocks, and only had 9 shots on goal. Again, leave him alone, not the greatest value there. His defensive partner, though, Chris Weidman, he should be on the top power play unit at least to start the season. 32 years old, last year 64 games played, he had 4 goals, 23 assists for 27 points, 12 of them on the power play, 44 hits, 46 blocks, 76 shots on goal. Uh, I wouldn't be drafting him, but he's a nice... Uh, streaming option on light nights etc because he does get that top power play time etc but realistically it's not somebody you want to keep on your roster for very long just because he doesn't get a lot of minutes he's a power play specialist that's about all that you're really going to get out of him moving along to Ford's old the top line will be Cole Caulfield, Nick Suzuki and Mike Hoffman Colefield, after the coaching change, did he ever flourish? Uh, should be on the top power play, 21 years old. Last year, 67 games played. He had 23 goals, 20 assists for 43 points, 13 power play points, 18 hits, 7 blocks, 188 shots on goal. I definitely look at him improving on those numbers and probably being a 30-goal man this year, realistically. So yeah, there's some definite value there. Just depends where you draft him, I guess, on how much value you get out of him. Uh, Nick Suzuki, he should be on the top power play unit, second PK unit. He's, he's only 22 years old. Another nice young forward in Montreal there. Uh, he got into all 82 games last year. He had 21 goals, 40 assists for 61 points. 
had 20 power play points, 89 hits, 62 blocks, and 186 shots on goal. Another one, I'm probably drafting Caulfield ahead of Suzuki just because goals are weighted a lot more in most leagues, so there's a little bit more value there. But Suzuki's will be a nice, valuable fantasy asset for you. And then Mike Hoffman, he should be on the top power play unit. He's 32 years old. Last year, 67 games played, 15 goals, 20 assists for 35 points. So not the greatest production, but if he does stay on that top line, might be worthwhile having. Am I drafting him? No, because I want to gauge and see how long. Make sure he stays on that top line for a prolonged period before I take that chance on him. Uh, 13 power play points, 27 hits, 29 blocks, and 154 shots on goal. Uh, second line should be Jonathan Drouin, Christian Dvorak, and Josh Anderson. Now, Drouin should be on the second power play unit. He's 27 years old. Last year got into 34 games. He had 6 goals, 14 assists for 20 points. So not bad production considering his very limited time. So... Realistically, he's probably going to get passed over in drafts, but do watch to see how he starts out because it might be a nice, really sneaky waiver wire pickup early in the season there. Four power play points, 27 hits, 11 blocks, and 62 shots on goal. Now, Dvorak, he's 26 years old. Last year got into 56 games, had 11 goals, 22 assists for 33 points. It's not too, too bad. I think more streaming when I'm thinking Dvorak than I am actually drafting him and keeping him on my roster. But five power play points, 32 hits, 52 blocks, and 87 shots on goal. Really nice block total, almost a block per game. You don't see that high of blocks for forwards, so that's where you will find some added value for you. Josh Anderson should be on the second power play unit. He's 28 years old. Last year, 69 games played, 19 goals, 13 assists for 32 points, uh, 3 power play points, 153 hits, so really nice hit total, 35 blocks, 151 shots on goal. I just find him way too streaky where I'd be way too frustrated with him. If he's hot, jump on him, pick him up, keep him for a week or two because when he turns cold, it's ice cold. That's the only issue that I really have with Anderson. Yeah, if you catch him on a hot streak, you're going to love him. If you got him on a cold streak, you're going to hate him. It's really a love-hate relationship with Anderson, unfortunately. Uh, third line should be Evgeny Dadnov, Kirby Doc, and Brendan Gallagher. Now, Dadnov got picked up for a... Well, they were able to unload Weber's contract for Dadnov there. Second power play unit. He's 33 years old. Last year, 78 games played, he had 20 goals, 23 assists for 43 points. The only difference is what Dadnov you're going to get. The one at the end of the season where his lights out and you're just loving him on your roster. Or the one early on in the season where he's kind of obsolete and you're not getting any value out of him. Uh, 8 power play points, 65 hits, 25 blocks, 177 shots on goal. Personally, I'm leaving him off my roster just because he is starting out on the third line. If he starts to move up that depth chart, that's where sh you'll find some value in him because basically that's what happened in Vegas is when he was buried down, didn't do a whole bunch, got the odd power play point for you, but when he did move up there, you definitely got some really, really nice value out of him. 
Uh, Kirby Dock, he's on the second power play unit. He's 21 years old. Last year, 70 games played, 9 goals, 17 assists for 26 points. Still a young guy, but you're kind of expecting more considering he's a third overall pick and being buried on the third line in Montreal. I do expect him to get more than 26 points. Is it enough to consider him fantasy relevant? Not for me right now anyways. I might be eating these words halfway through the season though. Uh, Six power play points, 49 hits, 44 blocks, and 116 shots on goal. And they're... Last on the lines, Brendan Gallagher should be on that top power play unit. 30 years old now. Last year, 56 games played, 7 goals, 17 assists for 24 points. Has 7 power play points, 54 hits, 29 blocks, 114 shots on goal. Gallagher now is his decline starting to come. He's really nice player, was really fantasy relevant there, especially few years ago but just with his trajectory I'm leaving him alone because he will get drafted in some uh, drafts for sure he will but he could probably get a player on the upswing in his trajectory instead of downwards so that's why I'm leaving Gallagher alone. Uh, the fourth line will be Paul Byron, Jake Evans and Joel Armia. Now Byron he should be on the top PK unit, 33 years old, uh, played 27 games last year, had 4 goals, 3 assists for 7 points, had 66 hits, 7 blocks, 33 shots on goal. Not much there to talk about fantasy-wise, pass over him in your draft. Basically the same for the other two. Jake Evans should be on the top PK, had 26 years old, got into 72 games, 13 goals, 16 assists for 29 points. Had 88 hits, 37 blocks, and 124 shots on goal. And Joel Armia should be on the second PK unit. He's 29 years old. Got into 60 games, 6 goals, 8 assists for 14 points. 3 power play points. Had 104 hits, so at least broke the 100 hit mark. 27 blocks, 103 shots on goal. Realistically, not a lot of value on the fourth line there. I do see somebody having to move out because they should be able to get Slavkovsky into the lineup this year, assuming I didn't see anything where he's committed to play overseas next year. If that is the case, maybe there is a year there, but I do expect him in the NHL next year. Uh, other than that, that's Montreal in a nutshell. Hope you did enjoy today's episode. If you did and you're watching via YouTube, remember to hit like, hit subscribe, remember that notification bell. If you're listening via podcast, remember to hit follow, hit that heart, depending on what platform you're on. As we're continuing these team previews, then we'll get into some uh, top forwards, top goalies, top defensemen, some sleeper picks. And then, of course, during the regular season, we have three episodes every week looking to help you strengthen your roster and get you those fantasy wins. So we're really trying to help you get the strongest roster and get you that edge in your fantasy leagues. And we'll be out in a few days with another one. And then good luck in your upcoming drafts here, fantasy owners.